It's the Morning Blend with David and Brenda. A double shot of Catholicism and conversation to start your day off right. On the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Wednesday morning to you. It is September 6th, 7 a.m. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. Thank you so much for joining us already, middle of the week. How you doing over there? I'm out of breath. I see that. <laughs> I was trying to find all of the best stories and entertainment that I think our listeners would love, and I ran out of time. Yes. So I'm rushing. As It's always our cue in the morning. My At least my cue in the morning is listening to those beautiful angels singing. Yes. That's the nuns that we listen to in the close of Sister Anne's show. Yeah. And so that's my, my, my point where I'm like, I've got to be in uh, the studio here, ready to get all the buttons switched over. I was still typing in the next room when the angels started to sing. You mean it's not me singing show tunes in my office <laughs> no, that gets you that ready? No, that is not what oh. gets me ready in the morning. It is the beautiful, lovely voices of sweet nuns You do hear singing. me singing, though, show tunes in all my the time. office. I know. You sing all the time. You know all of the big hits. I do know all the big hits. So, Well, I'm glad you made it. You remind me of that scene in the uh, old movie Broadcast News where oh, she's yeah. trying to run to get the videotape to the machine so they can get it in before they go on on the air remember that i She's do that was sliding um, under cabinets and oh what was her name uh, that, that actress was, that was uh her joan her cusack joan cusack i was gonna say her yeah. and her brother yeah. are actor right. family <laughs> so yeah i do i felt a little bit like joan cusack right. this morning well i'm glad you made it oh good how are you oh you good deacon returned home from a wonderful weekend he went uh, fishing out into the no man's land right. of idaho and uh from the time that i got home to when he had to leave for a church meeting the first day back uh he just had story after story to nice. share you, you showed me one of the fish that's nice cutthroat yeah it's Beautiful. a trout cutthroat it's trout. A trout yeah nice looking trout you and see. apparently he said very good eating too. oh yeah used to fish for those actually back in the day a good little pan frying fish yes yeah okay so, that's fun well good so, yeah how yeah. about you today uh, I'm doing fine. Thank you. It's uh, middle of the week, as we said. I saw your petition that went to the upper management, uh, petitioning for a four-day work week after uh, we, uh, you know, it's already Wednesday. So I don't know if it'll get approved. I don't but, know um, either. You have my support. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll go for the four-day uh, work week. You know what is funny, too, is I was really off yesterday because... Again, it was the long holiday weekend, and when we closed the show, I said, have a great day. Livingstone's coming up this evening. Well, it's not. it was yeah. Tuesday. Voice of the Shepherd was on yesterday. <laughs> I right. was still in my mind thinking it's Monday. So it's you like, know what? Hmm. I don't think I would ever be able to adjust to a four-day work week. I would have my days all mixed up. <laughs> oh, I could adjust very you easily. You could adjust well. Yes, huh? I'd have no problem with that. <laughs> well, I did get a lot of yard work done yesterday. You said you put I, it off over the weekend, so you had to make up. I went for it yesterday. Man, I mowed, I edged, I swept, I watered. I did it all. I even pruned my rhododendrons a little bit. Wow, yeah. David. Yeah, look at me. My wife said, you're doing too much. And I, I did, because when I was done, I, I went in, took a shower, and not, that was it. You were done. She's like, she's like, what's for dinner? And I said, I don't care. <laughs> what phone number you, can you dial? Whatever you want is just perfectly <laughs> fine with mm. me. So I got it all done. So I felt pretty good. You know, it's starting to green. It's amazing. Just a little bit of rain uh, and the little bit of sun starts to take a little bit different angle. Not so high in the sky, hitting down on the yard all day. How quickly it starts to green. Oh, up. yeah. It's amazing. You can already see the transformation. 
My sure. wife was outside. She goes, oh, it feels like fall already. And I said, well, yeah, the sun's in different angle now. Get used to it. Get used to it. It, it really is that time of the day. And we even can see the sun coming up at a slightly different angle, getting up in the morning. It's darker. Uh, and then kids, your, your buses are all out. And Not forced. yours. Except in the Evergreen <laughs> yeah, and Camas right. School District, they are still on strike. My son waits every day about yeah. 10 minutes to four, sometime around that time as the email comes out. And sure enough, no no agreement yet. And so mm. I don't know. I mean, at this point, it's Wednesday. Are they going to come to an agreement today and then go to school for two days and then t- into the weekend? Oh, that's a good point. I think, I don't are know. They, do you know if they're close? I have no idea. Yeah, okay. We, we really don't get too many updates. Yeah. Uh, that say where how negotiations are going. I have a feeling, though, if something doesn't happen in the next couple of days, uh, somebody's going to go to a judge mm-hmm. in Washington and order everybody back to school. All right. Well, we'll see. Good luck with that. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what do you have coming up today? Well, a big story broke yesterday in the pillar as part of the combining of parishes in the Archdiocese of Seattle. All parish pastors are asked to submit their resignation. Yeah, I saw this. This request is part of that bigger yeah. okay. plan, that yeah. partner in the gospel plan. And so we'll explain more about what right. that means, but it left a lot of people a little unsettled. Okay, well, look forward to hearing that. And uh, we'll talk about how you barely made it out of Burning Man this weekend. <laughs> I know it was pretty muddy. It was a mess, apparently. <laughs> yes. I saw pictures of that. No, thank you. Uh, we'll have all that for you and more, so stay with us. we got a great show ahead. Here's the Village Lights. Here is our Alleluia. We are David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Almighty, ever-living God, we've come to worship you. Almighty, ever-living God, our Father, Spirit, and the Son, we've come to honor you. Almighty, ever-living God, 
That is Village Lights, and here is our hallelujah. It is 710 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. I asked you, right, going mm-hmm. into this song, I said, remind me of the song again, and you said that's Village Lights, here is our hallelujah with an H. And I asked you, what is the difference between hallelujah and alleluia? No H. And you were pretty good. You you had... I said I don't know, but I have I, a feeling yeah. it has to do with yeah. the Hebrew spelling yeah. or pronunciation of the word, and... You were correct. I, a quick look up, I said, what is the difference between alleluia, hallelujah? Alleluia and hallelujah mean the same thing, praise the Lord. However, hallelujah is derived from the Hebrew spelling of the word, while alleluia is the Latin translation of the Greek translation of hallelujah. So there you go. And now you know the rest the of the rest story. The rest of the story. So uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks thanks for letting me know that. Uh, Emily Jaminette coming up. Back to school, back to basics. All right, it's right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. This is Brother Louis-Marie de Montfort. Please join me in the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day, in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, and in reparation for sins committed against the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Hearts of Mary. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Benedictine Brewery Tap Room is a place of hospitality and fellowship, a place where all who come are welcome and where the peace of nearby Mount Angel Abbey permeates. Come for the beer, return to share the spirit of the monks of Mount Angel who brew craft beer in the tradition of the Belgian monks of old using local waters and hops grown on Abbey land. Taste and believe. Learn more at benedictinebrewery.com. That's benedictinebrewery.com. Mater Dei Radio has broadcast the consecration of the Blessed Sacrament every day for more than 33 years. Your generosity has made this remarkable legacy of faith possible. Together, we can help even more souls find healing and renewal through Christ's precious gift of the Holy Eucharist. Join this vital mission and be changed as we celebrate the transformational power of the Eucharist during Mater Dei Radio's 2023 Fall Share-a-thon, October 9th through 13th. Become a major part of this week of 
transformation by helping us build a robust matching fund. Your support now will have a deep impact on Monterey Radio's success in October by providing strong encouragement for our Sherathon listeners to match your giving. Learn more and make your matching gift now at MontereyRadio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And be changed during our 2023 Fall Sherathon at Monterey Radio, leading souls to Jesus and the Holy Eucharist through the Blessed Virgin Mary. 714 at Day Radio. Well, there might be a little patchy fog out there, depending on where you're at. Although, looking outside right here. It, it looks, looks beautiful it looks outside. R- really, a beautiful morning out there. Going to be a nice day today. Sunny, high of 76. A few clouds overnight t- uh, tonight. Then maybe again, some patchy fog tomorrow morning. Low of 56. And then tomorrow, kind of repeat again. Highs in the mid-70s. Mostly sunny skies. Currently, it is 52 degrees at Holy Redeemer Catholic Church in Vancouver. And 54 degrees at St. Andrew Catholic Church in Portland. For many of us, uh, we've sent our kids back to school. And now might be a great time to embrace a new routine and schedule. Of course, with that, maybe there's sports and activities, this new season of life. Yeah, there might even be an empty bedroom as college students have moved away back to college gear. These weeks of adjusting can sometimes invoke stress and anxiety, even sleep and loss for many of us. So now might be the time to reset and refocus on an opportunity of allowing back to school to be back to the basics. Well, right here on Mater Day Radio throughout the week, you hear sage advice from Emily Jaminette in her Mother's Minute segment. She's got children at every level of school, so she knows what we're going through. Emily is joining me today to share her tips and ideas to get adjusted to this new routine and allowing Christ to be your guide. Hello, Emily. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. What a gift it is to be here. As you said, we've launched kids back to school. It's a great time to look back at those spiritual basics. And a lot of times um, as we you know, look towards society, it might invoke a lot of anxiety and stress as we go through this season. But I want to open with a really important scripture that's really helped me. And that's 1 Peter 5, 7, which states, cast your all your worries upon him because he cares for you. And that he is Jesus. Jesus cares for each one of us. He even cares about our routine, our schedules, our children, our school choice, and, you know, really where we are at. As you mentioned, I do have kids back to school, two in elementary, two in high school, two in college and one spreading his wings. So I also know that feeling of empty beds, a little bit of anxiety and stress as we adjust, but I think we can work through some practical advice on how to deal with this season in our life. Emily, I love what you say about setting aside that worry. It does feel like as my children got older and more independent, my worry for them increased because I didn't have the control over what they were exposed to as I did when they were little. Why do we allow ourselves to worry about that? You bring up such a good point. And worrying and being stressed out is almost associated with motherhood. If you look at our social media feeds, a lot of it is about this high intensity, this stressed out mentality. But Jesus, um, you know, first and foremost, we have to know that he loves our children. He loves the little children. There's so much beautiful scripture about how much he loves children. And he loves them more than even we love them. Can you imagine that? Because he loves them perfectly and he gives us a perfect mother. And so with that, you know, I think it's, 
Like we can let our shoulders down a little bit. We can say, all right, there are bigger problems in the world and we will address that, but their free will is a gift. We don't want them to lose their free will and Jesus loves them. So with that, I think the first suggestion I'm going to make is that you uh, probably like yourself and myself, we spend a lot of times now in this new season in and out of our car. We can be transporting kids to school, to activities, to sports, that it almost seems like my car is leaving every 20 minutes after three o'clock. But the truth is what I do in my car makes a difference. And um, I have to first plug Catholic Radio. So before I even make my suggestion, Catholic Radio is the exception for what I'm going to share. And that is turn your car into a mini chapel and start your commute with a little silence. So the importance of silencing your heart, invoking the Lord, saying that prayer, and then instead turning to your favorite, maybe secular music turning to Catholic radio, turning and supporting the station and, you know, not being shy about the importance of prayer in your car. Emily, I love this idea because, you know, you bring up those times where I can remember making that trip back and forth to St. Joseph's, dropping them off, picking them up, maybe going back for a CYO sport, something like that. I can remember certain days where I would get the little ones in, the ones that were still at home, get them in the car seat early and drive over there, kind of knowing that, yeah, they'd probably conk out in the back. And I knew that I'd have a little bit of time of silence. I love the idea of using that car time as like a little mini chapel. And then the drives home when the kids are back in from school, they've had a full day. It's a great time to talk about some of the great things that happened during their day, some of the things they could be thankful for. You are absolutely right. One of the things I struggled with as a Catholic mom was what to do about the other kids in my car when I'm commuting back and forth from school. So that morning drive to school is actually a really special gift to connect to the kids. I give them something and I ask everyone, what is something you're looking forward to? So we have a little conversation about that. But then at at some point, when we hit a certain point in my car commute, I say, okay, let's begin in prayer. And I open in prayer and I encourage each child to share something they're thankful for and something they want to pray for. And that little window to their soul is the greatest gift. I can't tell you how wonderful it is. Even with the neighbor kid in the car, year in and year out, we're sharing our thanks and our prayer petitions. And, you know, I love to then kind of wrap it all up, end it in the Hail Mary, and then we continue our our commute down the road. But it gives you a chance to know what's causing a little bit of stress and anxiety in their life. And maybe a few words of comfort can sure go a long way after that prayer intention. Oh, and absolutely letting them pile out of the car or van when you get to school. You want to set them off on the right foot. Happiness, you know, helping them let go of some of that stress and allow them to really take on the day. Emily Jaminette is joining me today. We're talking about getting back to that, well, school time routine. Every mother knows how precious and how rare sometimes quiet time can be. But that is pivotal for all of us. We just cannot constantly fill our time with noise. I can remember just thinking, oh, just have the TV on in the background while I go about my day. You just felt all kind of tied up sometimes. It's important, you say, to capture that quiet time. Kind of tell us how you do that. Sure. You know, one of the things I suggest to moms, to parents, to anyone trying to build a new routine is to move your your alarm clock 
back, start with five minute intervals. So five, 10, 15, 20, creating a little bit of time that maybe never existed. And instead of getting one more load of laundry in that morning or unloading the dishwasher, you know, turn to the Lord, have some of that quiet time in prayer. Now for me, I needed a natural beginning and ending. So my cup of coffee, my first cup of coffee, which takes me about 10 to 15 minutes to drink slowly is spent with the Lord. So it's in quiet silence. It's before my beautiful image of the sacred heart, a couple prayer cards. I love to pray, but in that quiet moment, you know, I open the scriptures and I go deeper into um, just what's heavy in my heart. How can the Lord speak to me on this day? But spending some quiet time is really important. And if you're not feeling like you're a morning person, I'll tell you around three o'clock, I do the exact same thing, a cup of tea in the afternoon. And a lot of times I tell the kids as they bombard me with all the things they want to do, this, that, this, that, I say, let me have my cup of tea and I'll let you know, you know, what I think about the uh, 20 things they want me to drive and take them to. So that that's really been crucial and important to me is having that quiet time. I think another thing that helped me out a lot too was actually setting that alarm just five minutes earlier and getting out of bed because you're right. Just those quiet moments just helps you get your own day set right. Emily Jaminet is joining us today. We are getting back to the regular routine. Emily, I've loved our conversation so much. There's more that we want to get to, but I am coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue our discussion in the next half hour? I can't wait. Thank you. And it is 723 at Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend on this Wednesday. If you haven't done so yet, please download our free Hail Mary media app. It is just loaded with information. You can access our exclusive audio, video, and text prayer library. You can tune into live broadcasts of Day Radio. You can sign up for customized prayer reminders and so much more. It is Day Radio's free Hail Mary media app. All the details on our website at materdayradio.com. Support for Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. There is one thing in our lives over which we have complete control, forgiveness. One Minute Monk, Abbot Placid Solari of Belmont Abbey. Jesus gave us the power to forgive when he poured out the Holy Spirit on us on the day of his resurrection. But we must decide to forgive, acknowledging the wrong done, and seek to set it right. Life according to the rule of St. Benedict can remind us that forgiveness does not mean being friends with the one I forgive. To forgive demands simply that I unbind that person from any claims of vengeance and that I ask God to do the same. In that way, two people are set free, the one who forgives and the one who is forgiven. For your free copy of The Rule of St. Benedict, visit OneMinuteMonk.com, O-N-E-MinuteMonk.com. We have all been hurt or wronged by someone. Are we ready to make the decision to forgive that person, or at least to ask God to make us ready one day? Holy Family Catholic Clinic is a nonprofit religious entity committed to providing superior, compassionate, life-affirming health care to patients of all ages. 
We are looking for an experienced medical assistant who is passionate about our mission of respecting the dignity of each person, mind, body, and spirit. If you or someone you know is looking to make a difference, please contact Holy Family Catholic Clinic by sending an email to nelson at holyfamilyclinic.com. As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. They're not baristas, but they do serve up a good cup of joy. It's the Morning Blend with David and Brenda on Mater Day Radio. 726 at Mater Day Radio, another hurricane brewing in the Atlantic. We'll have the details in the news. And as part of the combining of parishes in the Archdiocese of Seattle, all parish pastors asked to submit their resignation. We'll have more of that story for you coming up in news. Here is Sanctus Riel. My God is still the same. And we are David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Just ask the ways if they are stealing at the mention of his name. They'll say, my God is still the same. Ask the walls if they still fall at the mighty sound of praise. They'll say, my God is still the same. When did he break his promise? When did his kindness fail?
That is Sanctus Real, and my God is still the same. It's 7.30 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And in your news this hour, the Archdiocese of Seattle has requested that all parish pastors submit their resignation from office as part of a years-long parish consolidation process across the Archdiocese, which is expected to reduce the number of parishes by more than half. Archdiocesan officials say... The move comes after considerable consultation with clergy and is meant to streamline a complicated process of joining parishes. In an August 27th email, Seattle's Vicar for Clergy notified priests that the Archdiocesan Parish Consolidation Project called Partners in the Gospel would require that all priests in parish ministry be formally reassigned next year, even those who will continue serving the same community in which they are presently assigned. Father Gary Lazzaroni, Vicar General for the Seattle Archdiocese, told The Pillar that the request for pastors to resign their offices was meant to make easier the appointment of new pastors in a coming stage of the Partners in the Gospel consolidation process. The priest said that resignations will not become effective until after new assignments are given next spring. As a matter of canon law, that timeline means that pastors who wish to withdraw their resignations will have time to do so before facing new assignments. So this was a bit of a shock and a step in the process I was not expecting. And yeah. we understand partners in the gospel will be consolidating parishes. There's just not enough diocesan priests to cover the parishes as they are. Right. What I wasn't expecting was this mix-up of priests, because obviously they're, they're going to be moved around. So from what the article is stating is because of canon law, they can't just move a priest in the middle of his assignment at a particular parish. So they all have to submitted resignation, right. and that allows the archdiocese to move them all over. Uh, whether or not a priest who is at a parish uh, and will continue to be that priest right. if their parish remains open in the end of the consolidation process, it's a little unsure right, right. now. Well, continue to follow it, that's for sure. Well, as the hurricane season ramps up, Tropical Storm Lee is expected to rapidly intensify into an extremely dangerous storm in the Atlantic Ocean by this weekend, according to release from the National Hurricane Center this morning. Lee could become a hurricane today, then a major Category 3 storm or stronger by late this week, with the leeward islands of the Caribbean expected to feel its impact over the weekend. Tropical storm is packing maximum sustained winds of 65 miles per hour and is about 1,300 miles east-southeast of the northern leeward islands that include St. Martin, Antigua, and the Virgin Islands. Forecasters say too soon to know whether this system will directly impact the U.S. mainland, but even if the hurricane stays out at sea, dangerous surf and rip currents could once again threaten the east coast. Pope Francis on Wednesday encouraged people to look for the quiet goodness in the world, even when the tendency is to pay more attention to failure and scandal. He urged people to look toward the light of the good in the world and to fight the tendency to only appreciate others to the extent that they share our ideas. 
Pope Francis addressed pilgrims and tourists in St. Peter's Square two days after his return from a trip to Ulaanbaatar, the capital of Mongolia. The Pope recounted what he called the touching history of the Christian community in Mongolia. He said it came about by the grace of God from apostolic zeal of a few missionaries who, impassioned by the gospel, went about 30 years ago to that country they did not know. Francis added that despite the difficulty, the missionaries learned the language and the way of life of Mongolian people. He praised the interculturated Catholic community the missionaries formed, saying they did not rely on proselytism to convert people to Christianity, but showed how to live the gospel within Mongolian culture. Well, I guess you could say, what a mess. What a mess. Thousands of Burning Man attendees. <laughs> they finally made their mass exit yesterday after intense rain over the weekend, flooded campsites and filled them with thick ankle-deep mud, stranding more than 70,000 oh. revelers Oh, yes, as they waited for the Nevada desert to dry out. Organizers officially announced the driving ban that was imposed amid heavy rains on Friday had been lifted and attendees could safely leave Black Rock City, the makeshift city erected every year for the event. The area was still muddy and parts were still difficult to navigate, organizers warned. And the wait time to leave the city Monday night was about seven hours. By yesterday morning, the situation had improved significantly. The remote area in northwest Nevada was hit with about twice the average September rainfall between Friday and Saturday morning, and then more rain followed Sunday. I don't know a lot about Burning Man, but I, do I. I saw the caravan leave. It was huge. I mean, and there's it was like not on a road. It was just like these miles of cars just driving out across the desert. Oh, uh, I saw some pictures of people walking in mud, like with garbage bags yeah. for waiters yeah. around their legs and cars buried to the axle in mud. All right. Uh, what a mess. <laughs> Good luck getting out. Multnomah County's ban on flavored tobacco and nicotine products will go into effect January 24th, according to, excuse me, into effect January 2024, according to a ruling from the Multnomah County Circuit Court. The ruling was in response to a recent lawsuit that had alleged the ordinance passed unanimously in December of 2022, unlawful and unenforceable. Those against the ban say they were concerned about possible job loss and business impact, as well as the potential for a black market. When the county first considered the ban in November of 2022, they heard arguments from both sides. Those for the sale bans focus on the impact on youth. Retail organizations said they agree that youth should be limited to adults, but say there are other ways to do that besides total sale bans. And in sports, the Associated Press out with its latest college football poll and the Pacific Northwest well represented, as is the entire Pac-12 that went undefeated this past weekend. So of the Northwest teams, University of Washington leads the way. Huskies are ranked eighth in the AP poll. Next comes Oregon at 13th. Oregon State not far behind, ranked 16th. Now, USC leads the way for the Pac-12, ranked 6th. Utah is 12th in the poll. Colorado breaks into the top 25 for the first time this season. Following their upset win at TCU, Buffaloes are 22nd. Number one ranked team is Georgia, followed by Michigan, 
Alabama, Florida State, and Ohio State. Do you feel tired or run down? (laughs) Welcome to my life. We're all such busy people running from one thing to the next during the week. Decades ago, most stores and businesses were closed on Sundays, so it was easier to rest. Christians have always held the Sabbath in high esteem. It's one of the Ten Commandments, of course, and as the book of Genesis tells us, God himself rested on the seventh day. Perhaps now more than ever, God is calling us to reclaim Sunday as a day of rest, leisure, and recreation so we can prepare for what the next week will bring. Father Edward Looney from Alatea says, besides attending Mass on Sunday, which is our most important call and duty, how else can we leisurely absorb this, uh, observe the Sabbath? Yeah. So he's got some ideas for you. Okay. First one, I love this. Enjoy a homemade meal. Mm-hmm. Come to Sunday supper. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. We do always go to Grandma and Grandpa's for Did Sundays. you for Sunday yeah. supper? Yeah. I think that is a tradition yeah. I'm going to have to start up. Most people like to go out to eat after Sunday mass. Why not be different? Go home. Make breakfast or brunch instead. Allow it to be a family affair in which everyone has a hand in preparing the meal. Secondly, visit a state park or historic landmark. There are parks around your area and historic landmarks. Well, spend a day in a park hiking the trails or bird watching. Drive around and learn about local history as you take in various historical and geographical landmarks in your area. A drive out into the gorge. Look, a drive out, Cascade Locks, oh, yeah. across Bridge of the Gods, come back. That's a nice Beautiful. loop. Even go out to... Uh, River even. Mm-hmm. Enjoy lunch and come back on the other side. We'll talk more about things to do in a leisurely and recreational way to observe Sundays throughout the show. It's funny, you were talking about that. I remember when I was a little kid growing up, how f- few things were open on Sunday. Right? You could, There just really was nothing open on Sundays, except, and we would do this periodically on Sundays, if we weren't going to grandma or grandpa's, our neighborhood Chinese restaurant was oh, they open would be on open. open, and so we'd go, we'd get Chinese food for Sunday. Oh, and now and we so, complain because Hobby Lobby and Chick Fil A both closed on Sundays because we're so used to everything being that's, open. That's right. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. This Saturday, it is the Father Jim Nibbler Memorial Golf Tournament at Shehalem Glen Golf Course in Newburgh. St. Peter Catholic Church in Newburgh invites you to its 16th annual golf tournament named after its former parish priest, Father Jim Nibbler, who along with his brother and another parishioner died in a tragic boating accident several years ago. It was Father Jim's wish to create an opportunity for the community to enjoy a day of golf and at the same time raise money for the parish youth and facility development. You can find all the details on that event plus many more. Just head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. And we'll have more with Emily Jaminette on Back to School. That's after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Catholic Youth Organization and Camp Howard. CYO offers local youth positive sports activities throughout the school year and summer camp programs at Camp Howard near scenic Mount Hood. Sports and camp registration information can be found on the web at cyocamphoward.org. That's cyocamphoward.org. 
Please join Mater Day Radio and Carmelite priest Father Christopher LaRocca as he prays the soul of Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, heal me. Blood of Christ, drench me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. In your wounds, shelter me. From turning away, keep me. From the evil one, protect me. At the hour of my death, call me. Into your presence, lead me to praise you with all your saints forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MatraDayRadio.com. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. I am Father Cedric Bizania. I'm a passionist, religious, and a Catholic priest, and the host of Live With Passion. My motto is touching lives and saving souls. I hope you will tune in each week on Modern Day Radio, Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. It's designed to inspire and encourage you. It's real practical. We'll talk about real-life issues, things that people are going through. I'm so grateful that you're listening to Modern Day Radio. Don't just live, live with passion. 7.44 at Mater Dei Radio. Going to be a really nice day out there today. Maybe a little patchy fog in some areas, then sunshine, high of 76 degrees. Partly cloudy overnight tonight, low of 56, and then really much of the same tomorrow. Maybe patchy fog, then sunshine, a high of 74. Currently 53 degrees at St. Stephen's Catholic Church here in Portland. And 47 degrees at O'Hara Catholic School in Eugene. I am back with Emily Jaminette. Emily is joining us today because, well, you know what? We're going to get more than just a mother's minute. We got her time through this whole hour today. She's joining me today to give us a little bit of her thoughts and ideas as to how to get back into this back-to-school routine and do it with Christ always at the forefront of your mind. Emily, thank you so much for staying with me through the break. Of course, you know, we're going through some simple things you can do to adjust your schedule, your life to incorporate more prayer time. So first, make your car a mini chapel. It doesn't even need to be, you know, decked out with a lot of Catholicism, but a nice prayer card I try to keep uh, right by my driver's seat that I can pray and serve as a reminder. The second thing is creating more quiet time, especially for parents. You need to have quiet time. Turn that TV off, like you mentioned, and enjoy the silence uh, when the Lord gives it to us. The third, I really want to encourage everyone to understand the importance of reading the daily readings. If you can't get to daily mass, at least you can spend some time with those daily readings. One of the greatest gifts of being Catholic is we all get to meditate. We're all invited to meditate on the same readings. So finding an app, the Magnificat, Magnifica, or even going to the USCCB and having them emailed right to you every day. 
I love this idea, too, because you can also look at the feast day that's happening that day. You can invoke the prayer petition of the saint of the day to walk with. You know, if there's anybody that knows what we're going through, it's the saints. They're so easy to relate to us because they lived, too, and had many of the same struggles that we did. You know, we do need to be prepared and and always kind of keep our schedule aligned, especially if you're like Emily, you got a big family, so... You, you can't just throw caution to the wind and say, let's have whatever happens today is going to happen. It does require a little bit of structure, which helps, but it also means not to allow that to that preparedness to stress you out. Because sometimes if you think I've got all these things to do, I don't even know where to begin. How do you keep from maybe over preparing to keep you from overstressing? You know what, um, you bring up such a great point, and that is the back to school season is actually really expensive. We need new shoes, kids think they need new shoes, the perfect eraser, you know, all their locker things, all their sports equipment. But so first and foremost, you know, take a good breath and say, what do I actually already have here in my house? You know, maybe you have a friend that lives two doors up that has an older child that just finished using a perfectly fine pair of soccer shoes. So let's be a little bit more um, prepared, but also it, it's key that we don't get stressed out or overstressed. One of the tricks that I do before I make a purchase, if I'm not sure it's the right purchase, I say a little prayer. Dear Lord, is this even something you think that I need to purchase? Is this something that's best for my family? Those little pauses and prayers can sure make a really big difference in making sure that we're not only wasting our time, but possibly the money and resources the Lord would like us to use in other areas. I love that little, that's a little prayer of discernment to help me decide and do that. You know, one of the other things too that is important to remember is let go of what doesn't matter. That takes a little bit of discernment too to decide, okay, is this something that is important that needs to happen? Or yeah, am I doing this? But it's one of those things that I got to let go. Kind of tell us more about your thoughts on it. Sure. I was thinking of the scripture, John 8, 32, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So understanding that, you know, our way of living as Christians is freedom, is inner peace, is joy, it's charity. And if we get all wrapped up and stressed out over the little things, like, you know, especially involved in consumerism and, and staying on top and looking like a perfect mom, which we're not, we might not be an authentic witness. And I have a good analogy for this. Actually, on the eve of the first day of school, my son was starting an all boys prep school. And he's like, Mom, do you have my pants? Well, we went to the store, we ordered the pants, the very special pants that had the initials in the back, and they were at the store. Well, I assumed that they could wear the shorts like the year before. For years and years and years, they've been able to wear shorts. Well, this year was different, and I didn't have the pants. I said to him, All right. It's eight o'clock at night. We're not going to get upset. We're going to stay calm. Let's say a prayer. I've sent two other boys to the same prep school. Let's look for a pair of pants. And we found those pants and we had a good laugh. It didn't ruin the eve of the night before school. But a little thing like, where's my pants, mom? I can't find my shoes can totally unravel an entire family. So I don't want you to be stressed out. I need you to let go and let God And maybe you're called to be a witness in that very what seems to be stressful moment. And the Lord wants to help you come up with solutions. Emily, I was always amazed in my own house how 
I could always seem to find one shoe for one of my children, but not the other one. And they would always say the same thing. Well, I don't know, mom. I put it right here. Yeah. It's one of those finding shoes. Yeah, I'm an expert at, as many mothers are. Emily Jaminette is joining us today. You hear her throughout the week right here at Mater Day Radio with her Mother's Minute. She's joining me today to get the school year started right. I love the last one because when I have looked at this and I thought about the things that I have done over the years because I found that my time slipped away throughout the day. Now, sometimes, as I said earlier, I'd let the TV run kind of like background noise. I'd fill my day with noise when I needed to let it go silent because then what would happen is I'd hear something, I'd go sit down, and before I knew it, 30, 40 minutes had been sucked up into watching that. And so it's important to look at where time is, can be swallowed up. Social media Boy, that's a big one because that is exactly what they are after, your time. Kind of tell us more about some of these major time suckers. Well, I think that it's important to see it as a time sucker, right? That what are we doing? What are we doing? Where is our time being spent? And as we look at the statistics, more and more, not only children, adolescents, and teens are spending on screens, but even parents you might find that your look for the perfect Christmas present or the most amazing cake could take hours and hours of analyzing on Pinterest. So it's not that it's an intrinsically bad, it might just be t- sucking your time away from your family, from your responsibilities, and the things that maybe are causing the stress that are building up in your life. So let's take a look at that. And a lot of times for me, it's before the Blessed Sacrament, it's when I bring it to prayer and the Lord kind of taps me on the shoulders like, that Instagram reels, they're getting a little too much, you know, and with the spirit of humility and even maybe some humor, you, you'd you make that resolution, Lord, okay, I'm going to step away from that. I can see how my desire to have a perfect patio is taking away from the family and living in reality. And that's what we want to do is we want the Lord to be with us in our daily life. We need his guidance. And sometimes we need some redirection. Oh, absolutely. Knowing how those social media algorithms work, too. Well, you look up one thing, and before you know it, more and more and more of that keeps showing up on your yes, your wall and all, all of your Pinterest interests, we'll say. Emily, I've enjoyed our time today. This has just been a fantastic conversation. All of this has been such great advice. You know, you've written some of these things down. You have a website that's got a whole lot more information. Tell our listeners more about it. Sure, you can visit Emily Jaminette, J-A-M-I-N-E-T dot com and learn more about my podcast, a lot of my ministry work and promoting, especially the heart of Jesus, a couple of the books that I wrote and these tips for how to get back to the basics at the beginning of school. Oh, fantastic. I encourage all of our listeners to definitely check that out. Well, Emily, I've enjoyed our conversation so much. Thank you so much for joining us. I really look forward to continuing our discussions throughout this year. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. And again, that is Emily Jaminette. Now, I will be sure to add a link to her website. You can get right to it. Check out her books, her podcasts, and all her information. You're going to find that link on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com, and of course, the Hail Mary media app.
And it is 7.54 at Mater Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend on this Wednesday morning. That means Wednesday evening, it is blazing the trail. That is 7.30 right here on Mater Day Radio or anytime on the Hail Mary media app. Blazing the trail, our good friend Miriam Marston, the host. So hopefully you will tune in tonight for Blazing the Trail. Go to our website, click on the programming page. You can print out a full program schedule. Again, that's on materdayradio.com or through the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Blanchet House of Hospitality. Since 1952, the Blanchet House has been providing food, clothing, shelter, and aid to those in need. Services include a downtown Portland cafe, residential living, transitional housing, case management, and a 12-step program at the farm. Support and volunteer opportunities are online at blanchethouse.org. Bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio, KBBM Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. When former Detroit Pistons basketball star Joe Dumars was fined twice for shoving and elbowing other players many years ago, His reaction was both notable and typical. He said, As I look back on both incidents, I see that I could have avoided them. Respected as one of the league's most gentlemanly players, Dumars was quick to add, Don't take my kindness for weakness. Dumars makes a good point. Real kindness is never weak. It requires strength to act generously or to restrain ourselves when we feel like lashing out. Each of us has opportunities every day to be kind. But why go to the trouble? Just remind yourself of how much it meant to you the last time somebody treated you with kindness. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. A great way to support Mater Day Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. It's joy. It's inspiration. It's the Morning Blend with David and Brenda on Mater Day Radio. 7.57 at Mater Day Radio and student loan payments about ready to resume. However, there is some relief. We'll talk about it in the news. And Pope Francis stops in the going away party at the Vatican. I'll tell you for who coming up right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Sophia with Awaken Catholic and this is Awaken the Saint. 
Today, we honor a recently beatified man of the 20th century. Blessed Alino Giuseppe Maria was born on June 14th of 1882 in Paestrina, Italy. One of three children, Alino came to know loss early in life when his father died and he was only 10 years old. Thankfully, his uncle was the archbishop and he took charge of Alino's education and the boy was sent to study in Rome where he became the classmate of the future Pope John XXIII. In 1904, he was ordained a priest and was placed in charge of teaching philosophy, humanities, and theology at the seminaries in Chioggia. Soon after, he made a fatal mistake, allowing the old friend to enter his home, the excommunicated priest himself, Father Romalo Mori. The excommunicated Mori had been accused of modernism, a movement which sought to interpret Catholic teachings through a modern lens. It called for freedom of conscience and opposed the centralization of the church authority in the Pope. Allowing Mori into his home created suspicion about Alinto's own beliefs and how he was ministering to those under his care. Because of this, his priestly faculties were suspended and he was forced to live as a layman for the next 16 years. Alinto humbly accepted his punishment and lived as a teacher, soldier, and student. The Bishop of Bologna later also allowed him to return to a life of ministry in 1925, which he gladly accepted. He threw himself completely back into his pastoral work. He spent the rest of his years serving the poor and homeless of Bologna, setting up shelters and chapels through his various fundraising efforts. His efforts were not always applauded, however, and many other priests criticized him for being too evangelical. Alinto wasn't disheartened. He had the blessing and support of his former classmate, Pope John XXIII. Dedicated to improving the rights and dignity of the working class, he incorporated the principles of Pope Leo II's Rerum Novarum into his ministry. This stood to protect the rights of laborers, their dignity, well-being, and private property, while opposing Nazi Germany and the rise of socialism. His work supported the poor and oppressed, and he founded several social institutions that still exist to this day. Alinta Morea died in September of 1969 at the age of 87, and hundreds attended his funeral, a true testament to the effectiveness of his evangelical approach to ministry. He was beatified in 2020 after the approval of a miraculous healing attributed to his intercession. Blessed Alinta Maria's life was not a clear linear path of perfect decisions, but he was a man of sincere devotion to Christ and a true desire of growing in virtue. After being stripped of his title as a priest, it would have been easy for him to fade into the life of a layman and even abandon his quest for holiness altogether. But he knew that holiness required humility and that evangelizing meant stepping outside the doors of the church to reach those who might never have heard the gospel. Through his example, may we also recognize our own call to humility and evangelization. Blessed Alinto Giuseppe Maria, pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to pray with Mater Day Radio, download today our free Hail Mary media app. Details at materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. <laughs> And in your news, well, you may know this already, but if you hold a federal student loan, payments are set to resume in October after a years-long pandemic pause, but there is some potential relief. So far, more than 4 million people have enrolled in President Joe Biden's new repayment plan known as SAVE. Launched earlier this summer, the SAVE plan is available to most people with federal student loans. On September 1st, interest rates began accruing on federal student loans for the first time since March 2020. During that time, rates were effectively set to 0% and borrowers were not required to make monthly payments. 
Now, borrowers can expect to get a bill from their servicer at least 21 days before their payment is due sometime in October. Now, like other income-driven repayment plans, SAVE calculates monthly payments based on a borrower's income and family size, regardless of how much outstanding student debt is owned. So again, October, the key date there. Pope Francis met with Cardinal Louis Ladaria on Tuesday morning, thanking him for his six years as head of the Dicastery for the Doctrine of the Faith. The Pope visited the Dicastery shortly after 9 a.m., the Vatican said in a brief statement. Francis also greeted other officials of the Dicastery after his meeting with the Cardinal. Ladaria was appointed prefect of the Dicastery for the Doctrine of the Faith, then called the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith on July 1st, 2017. He succeeded the German Cardinal Gerhard Mueller. Now, Spanish theologian has served as the Secretary of the Vatican's Doctrine Offices since 2007. On July 1st, Pope appointed his successor, 60-year-old Argentine Archbishop Victor Manuel Fernandez, a theologian very close to the pontiff, considered to be a contributor behind some of the Pope's documents. This new guardian of dogma has received from Francis a roadmap in the form of a letter to him that was published at the time of his appointment. Well, I guess you could say it's good to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> Not only has the popular singer been playing to packed houses wherever she goes, now her yet-to-be-released movie is a big hit. AMC Theaters reports that the singer's Eras Tour concert movie shattered records for single-day advanced ticket sales revenue with $26 million of tickets sold on Thursday last week, it beats the previous record holder, Spider-Man No Way Home, which sold a little under $17 million worth of tickets in one day ahead of its release in 2021. Now, Swift's movie crushed the daily records less than three hours. It took three hours to sell that much after the tickets became available, prompting the theater chain to say that it will add extra show times where possible Movie theaters have been recovering from a pandemic-era audience slump driven by summer blockbuster hits like Barbie and Oppenheimer. That's amazing. She has everything just... She, everything she touches turns to gold, no, it seems like. No doubt. $26 million in three hours. Boom. I'm sure there'll be a song about it coming up soon, too. <laughs> sure there will be. The Archdiocese of Seattle has requested that all parish pastors submit their resignations from office as part of a years-long parish consolidation process across the archdiocese. Archdiocesan officials say the move comes after considerable consultation with clergy and is meant to streamline a complicated process of joining parishes. In an August 27th email, Seattle's Vicar for Clergy notified priests that the Archdiocesan Parish Consolidation Project called Partners in the Gospel would require that all priests in parish ministry be formally reassigned next year, even those who will continue serving the same community in which they are presently assigned. 
Caitlin Molding, Chief Operating Officer of the Archdiocese of Seattle, said that parish pastors in the Archdiocese have been asked to resign as a canonical step in the process, which allows the priest personnel board to look at assignments once the parish families are finalized. She added the diocesan priest personnel board is taking to every priest multiple times to understand their hopes, fears, desires for the futures, where they see themselves within the context of the partners in the gospel plan. So do you know when they're actually going to start uh, closing down some of the parishes? I think that that process begins, it's again, a years long process. From what I understand, sometime at the beginning of the year, January or February, it will be made public as to these parish family groupings. Mm -hmm. And so for the the Southern Deanery, just across the river in Clark County, we'll kind of know from those all of those parishes who's going to be grouped together then those parishes are going to get together and decide which ones will basically be closing and which ones will be kind of becoming larger parishes and then again whether or not the same pastor will be at that parish apparently you know seems to be uh known yeah all righty Well, in sports, getting down to just a handful of players at the U.S. Open Tennis Championships in Queens, New York. Yesterday, 19-year-old American Coco Goff advanced to the semifinals, (gasps) yeah, by easily defeating Helena Ostapenko of Latvia, 6-love, 6-2. Goff will face uh, Carolina Makova of Czechoslovakia tomorrow with a chance to advance to her first U.S. Open final. Last night in an All-American quarterfinal match, Ben Shelton beat Francis Tiafo in four sets. Shelton will now face the GOAT, Novak Djokovic, in the semis. Djokovic advanced by defeating American Taylor Fritz in straight sets. Top seed, Carlos Alcaraz, plays his quarterfinal match today. I recorded the Coco match because it was Uh yesterday morning when it aired, and so I went home and watched it last night. And she looked really strong. Good for her. So, I mean, how awesome would that be if she can win the whole thing? But I'll tell you what, though, uh, Madison Keys, another American, uh, she's still in it as well. She plays her quarterfinal match today. You could have an All-American All final. All-American final for the men and the women? Uh, no. At least for uh, women. Let me think about that for the men. I don't think so. I think... Uh, could, there could be an American man in, in the, the final, final, but I don't though. think it could be All-American. I'm thinking to the other side of the draw. So, uh, yeah, it's getting getting exciting. I don't know what I'm going to do after this weekend because <laughs> it'll be over. Thank, f- thankfully, the football. NFL starts. You're going to so. watch football is what you're going to do. That's right. So I'll still have something to yell at the TV about, and my wife will go, you know, they can't hear you. Do you have to go back to work on Monday to get a break from everything that you did over the weekend? Well, God is calling us to reclaim Sunday as a day of rest, leisure, and recreation so we can prepare for what's coming in the next week. Father Edward Looney from Alatea says, besides attending Mass on Sunday, which is our most important call and duty, how else can we leisurely observe a Sunday afternoon? Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't find watching football to be that leisurely, David. It makes me (laughs) tense. Okay. What he does say to do, read a book. Yeah. What's the last book you read? Was it for school or fun? 
Go to the library, find a book to read for fun or buy one for your uh, e-reader. Visit that book brick and mortar store. Maybe go to one of our great local Catholic bookstores. Find a great book to read. I have of late recognized, and it is a bad habit I have to break. I love reading books. Yeah. But I have gotten into a habit of picking up my phone first and looking at social media, and then that ends up using up my time, Uh whereas I should be reading. I've been trying to finish a book, and every time I open it, I love it, but then I forget to reopen it I'm working on a new one right now that I just got. There you go. And then this is kind of an interesting one. How about go to a cemetery and visit a person that you love. That's Just nice. kind of take a stroll out there, say some prayers after mass, and then go go walk and pray for those souls, mm-hmm. those souls who may need somebody to pray for them. And so it's a wonderful opportunity to just remind yourself of a wonderful legacy yeah. of your family. Good idea. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Could also do this, David, on yes. Saturday, beginning at 9 a.m. or running to 3 o'clock. It is the 25th annual Sandy Cruising Car Show at St. Michael's Catholic Church in Sandy. It is a Sandy summer tradition. Raffles all day, 50 50 cash prize, commemorative t shirts, food available for purchase. And all kinds of fun. Admission is free, but for those entering cars, there is a registration. Remember, you can find details on these and other events. Just head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. Hey, we have a homily highlight coming up with Father Henderson at St. Anthony's Catholic Church. It'll happen right after the forecast. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Healthcare sharing has been around for decades and began out of the Christian tradition of neighbor helping neighbor. That's the premise Solidarity HealthShare was built on. We're a nonprofit medical cost sharing ministry in which our family of members share in each other's eligible medical expenses. Solidarity HealthShare is not insurance, but an alternative way to pay for medical costs that adheres to Catholic Church teachings. We never share into medical care that goes against our morals. More information at SolidarityHealthShare.org. One of the great hallmarks of the Catholic community in the Pacific Northwest is how we pull together in the face of adversity. Unite with Matre Dei Radio, the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon, and Archbishop Alexander K. Sample in support of the parishioners of St. Joseph Catholic Church in Salem as they recover from the devastating fire that destroyed their sanctuary. My heart really is just filled with emotion. I'm deeply saddened by what has happened to your house. Stand with Archbishop Sample and Mater Dei Radio. Show your solidarity with a gift to the St. Joseph Salem Fire Relief Fund through the Archdiocese of Portland at archdpdx.org. That's archdpdx.org to support St. Joseph Catholic Church in Salem with Mater Dei Radio. Here for our community as we lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. 
And it is 8.13 here at Mater Day Radio. Another beautiful mild day ahead. Lots of sunshine going to push temperatures to 76 degrees this afternoon. Overnight, cooling down to the middle 50s. Then tomorrow, a few more clouds. Not quite as high, but 75 degrees. Tomorrow's still very, very nice. Then for the weekend, we're back into the low 80s. Mm -hmm. So got some really sweet weather coming up this week. It's 54 degrees at St. Vincent's Church in Salem. And it is 50 degrees at Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Battleground. Need a recap of Sunday's readings? It's time for Homily Highlights on Mater Day Radio. And today's homily highlight from the wonderful Father John Henderson, pastor at St. Anthony's Catholic Church in Tigard. So my friends, today we kind of witness this pivotal moment in Jesus's ministry. So, you know, uh, last week, um, Peter said, you are the Christ, you are the son of the living God. And so Jesus now takes it a step deeper and shares with all of them uh, something very important. He says he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Wait, what? You know, I, I, I could just picture them all saying that, you know. We just, we just had this beautiful moment. What, what, what's going on here? And this announcement, I think, shocks and, and really confuses his disciples, particularly Peter, who just last week, as we heard, was given the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Today, he says, God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. Now, Jesus' response to Peter's rebuke is a profound lesson, I think, for all of us. He says, get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. Now, this is very important. When Peter was given the keys of the kingdom, I know I looked, I went, I looked really hard. I couldn't find it in scripture where it says that you now are in charge of me too. And you can tell me what to do and I'll just follow it. Now, he had to, he had to get everybody straight here, you know, and Peter as well, you get behind me. You're following me. You're not telling me what to do. You're following me. You are following my will, not your will. This is part of the problem today. Everybody wants us to follow what you want, what I want. Get behind me, Satan. Satan is really in control of the division of the separation. Everybody thinking they have the answer. They have it. God forbid, Jesus. No, that's not what I, what I want for you. I want something else. Get behind me. And Satan is the cause of so much division that we have today. He's the reason we are at odds. And it's so important that we come to understand this. It's not about what I want or what you want. It's about God's will for us. It's about God 
who we follow in our daily lives. You know, it's not just I want to do my own thing today. What if I would have said, what if I would have woke up today and gone, you know, I just don't feel it today. I, I don't, I, people can do what they want. I'm not going today. I wonder how many of you would call the office on me. You know? Yeah, yeah, you'd be like. And the point is, this is how it is. I wonder how many people woke up today and said, you know, I really don't feel like going to church. I'm, I know no one here at St. Anthony's. But I know in general, you know, I just don't, I don't, I don't want to go today. I just don't see it. You know, this is how we operate. And this is what Jesus says. He says, get behind me, Satan. It's the same uh, expression that he had in the desert. You know, when he was tempted three times. Get behind me. This is, this is not what you want. This is what I want. And I'm following the direction of my father. Now, why do so many of us want to take the easy way? Come on. It offers immediate comfort, convenience. It'd be so easy to, you know, I, I get on my treadmill and just do 1% for 30 minutes while watching the instructor sweat and say, let's move it. No, I'm content here. It would be so easy to do that. But no, you know, I, I'm comfortable just doing my thing. Be careful, my friends, because this inclination toward the easy way can sometimes lead to missed opportunities for growth, for learning, for achieving our full potential. You know, in a fast-paced world, the allure of shortcuts, quick fixes, minimal effort, that's so tempting today. We seek comfort. We avoid discomfort. I also think of the fear of failure or the fear of the unknown. That can make the easy way seem more attractive. It's a natural response to prioritize short-term benefits over long-term, over eternal life. There will be those moments. You know, I, I've been praying really hard for my good brother, friend, priest, Father Jeff Musin. You know, he's a He's the head of our Presbyteral Council as well. He's the pastor at St. Joseph's in Salem that burned down. And, uh, you know, I, I just prayed for him. I've been praying for all the people. And I like what Jeff said to everybody on the news. He said, you know, it's not about this building. This is not the church. You know, and we come to see that in reality. We are the church, the people of God. And Archbishop Sample that day had mass in the parking lot for 300 people. And things will happen in our lives, but the following God's will and what God wants is of most importance. My friends, it's essential to recognize that while the easy way may provide temporary relief, it often comes at a cost and it hinders our growth in the Lord. You know, when Jesus says, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. He's referring to the call for all of us, all of us who believe to willingly follow and fully commit to him, even in the face of suffering and sacrifice. 
We must put our own desires, our own comfort, our own interests aside to fully give our life to Christ. You know, one saint that I just uh, really, really connect with is St. Francis of Assisi. And he's one who took up his cross to follow Jesus very clearly. He was born in the late 12th century and his conversion was a radical departure from his earlier lifestyle. He renounced his family's riches and he chose to live among the poor, demonstrating a profound commitment to imitating Jesus and what he did for all of us. St. Francis's willingness to embrace suffering and self-denial is evident in the approach of his entire life. And now I understand, my friends, that not everyone is called to this radical lifestyle. I get it. However, there are many ways we could live out our faith and take up our own cross to follow Jesus in our everyday life. The key is to approach your life with a willingness to follow Jesus's teachings, not my own, to embrace the opportunities for growth and service that come our way. By living a life centered on faith, love, kindness, compassion, you and I can make a meaningful impact with the people you work with, the people we socialize with, and yes, even your family. So let's reflect on our lives and consider where we might be holding on to our own desires, our own agendas, our own comforts. Are we willing to surrender them to God's will? Are we prepared to take up our crosses and follow Jesus, even in the path of difficult moments? I pray that we draw strength from Jesus' example of selflessness and his ultimate victory over sin and death, over Satan. Ultimately, the decision to take the easy way or the harder way depends on how you really look at the Lord calling you in your life. And so the question that I think is really important is the question we hear today. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life. And that was today's homily highlight from Father John Henderson, pastor at St. Anthony's Catholic Church in Tigard. If you'd like to listen to that again or any of our great locally produced shows, please head over to materdayradio.com. There on the front page, you can see all of our podcasts or well, you can access all of it again, too, including the homily you just heard on the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Holy Family Supply, Salem's Catholic Bookstore. 
Located at 421 Court Street Northeast in downtown Salem, Holy Family Supply has a wide variety of Catholic gifts for all occasions, including Bibles, rosaries, statues, and holy cards. Holy Family Supply current hours and days of operation are available by phone at 503-588-1071. Are you searching for stories of how God is transforming lives in profound and creative ways? Do you want to be inspired to join the mission of evangelization? I'm Miriam Marston, host of Blazing the Trail, and each week through interviews, scripture, and song, we explore what it looks like to share the gospel with courage and hope. Please join me on Wednesdays and Sundays at 7.30 p.m. right here on Mater Day Radio or anytime on materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. Want an eye-opener in the morning without the caffeine? It's the Morning Blend with David and Brenda on Mater Day Radio. And it is 826 at Mater Day Radio. Yeah, the local school is well represented in the college football rankings. We'll have that for you in the news. And as part of the combining of parishes in the Archdiocese of Seattle, all parish pastors asked to submit their resignation. So how is this request part of their overall plan? I'll explain coming up in news. Here is Teresa Peterson and Calling Me Higher. We are David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here. Mater Day Radio.
is Teresa Peterson and Calling Me Higher. It is 8.30 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. The Archdiocese of Seattle has requested that all parish pastors submit their resignations from office as part of a years-long parish consolidation process across the Archdiocese, which is expected to reduce the number of parishes by more than half. Archdiocesan officials say the move comes after considerable consultation with clergy and is meant to streamline a complicated process of joining parishes. In an August 27th email, Seattle's Vicar for Clergy notified priests that the Archdiocesan Parish Consolidation Project called Partners in the Gospel would require that all priests in parish ministry be formally reassigned next year, even those who will continue serving the same community in which they are presently assigned. Father Gary Lazzaroni, Vicar General for the Seattle Archdiocese, told the pillar that the request for pastors to resign their offices was meant to make easier the appointment of new pastors in a coming stage of the Partners in the Gospel Consolidation process. The priest said that resignations will not become effective until after new assignments are given next spring. As a matter of canon law, that timeline means that pastors who wish to withdraw their resignations will have time to do so before facing new assignments. Well, as the hurricane season ramps up, Tropical Storm Lee is expected to rapidly intensify into an extremely dangerous storm in the Atlantic Ocean by this weekend, according to release from the National Hurricane Center this morning. Lee could become a hurricane today, then a major Category 3 storm or stronger by late this week, with the leeward islands of the Caribbean expected to feel its impact over the weekend. The tropical storm is packing maximum sustained winds of 65 miles per hour and is about 1,300 miles east-southeast of the northern leeward islands that includes St. Martin, Antigua, and the Virgin Islands. Forecasters say it's too soon to know whether the system will directly impact the U.S. mainland, but even if the hurricane stays out at sea, dangerous surf and rip currents could once again threaten the East Coast. Pope Francis on Wednesday encouraged people to look for the quiet goodness in the world, even when the tendency is to pay more attention to failure and scandal. He urged people to look toward the light of the good in the world and to fight the tendency to only appreciate others to the extent that they share our ideas. Pope Francis addressed pilgrims and tourists in St. Peter's Square two days after his return from a trip to the capital of Mongolia. The Pope recounted what he called the touching history of the Christian community in Mongolia. He said it came about by the grace of God from apostolic zeal of a few missionaries who, impassioned by the gospel, went about 30 years ago to that country they did not know. Pope Francis added that despite the difficulty, the missionaries learned the language and the way of life of the Mongolian people. He praised the enculturated Catholic community the missionaries formed, saying they did not rely on proselytism to convert people to Christianity, but showed how to live the gospel within the Mongolian culture. I love uh, Pope Francis' tweet of the day today. He says, the Lord does not look for the center stage, 
but for the simple heart of those who desire him and love him without ostentation, without wanting to tower above others. Mm. So just, you know, live your life. Live your life. Yeah. For sure. Love God, love your neighbor. Yeah, that's it right there. That's all you need to do. Well, I guess you could say, what a mess. Thousands of Burning Man attendees finally made their mass exodus yesterday after intense rain over the weekend flooded campsites and filled them with thick, ankle-deep mud, stranding more than 70,000 revelers as they waited for the Nevada desert to dry out. Organizers officially announced the driving ban that was imposed amid heavy rains Friday had been lifted and attendees could safely leave Black Rock City, the makeshift city erected every year for the event. The area was still muddy and parts were still difficult to navigate, organizers warned, and the wait time to leave the city Monday night was about seven hours. By yesterday morning, the situation had improved significantly. The remote area in northwest Nevada was hit with about twice the average September rainfall between Friday and Saturday morning. And more rain followed on Sunday. You were saying you saw people wearing like plastic bags on around their, feet. their ankles, yeah. yeah, because it was so thick. And uh, one RV buried to its axle in the mud. Oh, yeah. Just you're gonna have to Ugh. wait that out. Multnomah County's ban on flavored tobacco and nicotine products will go into effect in January of 2024, according to a ruling from the Multnomah County Circuit Court. The ruling was in response to a recent lawsuit that had alleged the ordinance passed unanimously in December 2022 was unlawful and unenforceable. Those against the ban say they were concerned about possible job loss and business impact, as well as the potential for a black market. When the county first considered the ban in November 2022, they heard arguments from both sides. Those for the sales ban focus on impact on youth. Retail organizations said they agree that youth should be limited to adults, but say there are other ways to do that besides a total sales ban, including alternatives like mandatory ID scanners and carding, regardless of apparent age. A similar ban in Washington County was struck down by a judge in September of 2022. In sports, Associated Press out with its latest college football poll and the Pacific Northwest well represented as the entire Pac-12 went undefeated this past weekend. So of the Northwest teams, University of Washington leads the way. Huskies are ranked eighth in the AP poll. Next comes Oregon at 13th. Oregon State not far behind, ranked 16th. USC leads the way for the Pac-12, ranked 6th. Utah is 12th in the poll. Colorado Colorado breaks into the top 25 for the first time this season following their upset win at TCU. Buffaloes are 22nd. Number one ranked team this week is Georgia, followed by Michigan, Alabama, Florida State, and Ohio State. Do you feel tired or run down? Yes. Yes, (laughs) We are all such busy people running from one thing to the next during the week. Decades ago, most stores and businesses were closed on Sundays, so it was easier to rest. Christians have always held the Sabbath as high esteem day. In fact, it's one of the Ten Commandments, of course, and the book of Genesis even tells us God rested on the seventh day. 
Perhaps now more than ever, God is calling us to reclaim Sunday as a day of rest, leisure, and recreation so we can prepare for what the next week will bring. Father Edward Looney from Alatea says, besides attending Mass on Sunday, which is our most important call and duty, how else can we leisurely observe a Sunday. Mm-hmm. We had a few ideas yeah. talking about, you know, having that homemade meal. I think that's an excellent idea. Go out for a drive, visit a landmark, uh, visit the grave of a loved one. How about this? Check the community calendar. Many local newspapers or television stations have a calendar of different events happening in their area. Uh, let's see. I wonder if there was a community calendar that had all of the best Catholic events going on in our area. I think there is one. There is. Yes. You're right. Our community calendar, Mater Day Radio, full of things that you can do mm-hmm. and join in some wonderful events that Catholic communities and parishes and ministries are putting on. I think it's an excellent idea. Yeah. How about a nice rosary walk? Uh, plug in the Hail Mary Media app. Go to audio prayers, scroll down to the rosary, and have Archbishop Sample pray with hey. you as you go for a leisurely afternoon walk. There you go. Just kind of take in the beauty around you yeah. and, well, pray the rosary too. So Sundays, you're talking about, you know, have that family meal. Do you have something, a go-to meal for Sunday, if you were going to make your Sunday meal and oh. uh, what what it would be, I know what mine is. Okay, but what what what's yours? Uh, the big one that I was raised with, and I think that I carried on for some time because it just makes it, it makes the house smell so good for a long time. Yeah. Homemade spaghetti. Oh, okay. Use my grandma's recipe that my mom kind of took and put together, and then she taught me from scratch. Oh. The house smells amazing while that sauce is cooking. Yeah, that sounds really good. What about you? So mine is a rock Cornish game hen (gasps) on the grill. On the grill? On the grill. Yes, indeed. That sounds Mm. pretty nice. You kind of smoke it, yeah, you know, and uh, they're just these little guys. Smoke them right up. Oh, love it. Oh, sounds really good to me, too. have that this Sunday now. (laughs) All right, (laughs) that sounds good. I'll tell you what we have, too. Okay. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, how about this on Sunday? Get the whole family together at 2 o'clock and go to a fish barbecue auction and raffle at St. Rose of Lima Parish. St. Rose Parish Community invites all to its annual fish barbecue. On the menu, salmon burgers, bratwurst and hot dogs, along with beverages. There will be a social hour, entertainment, courtyard games, and snow cone david oh don't be kicking over any kids to get first That's in line right. for that one remember you can find details on these and other events head over to the community calendar materdayradio.com and the hail mary media app well it's not tech tuesday but you know what it is it's a website wednesday it's a website wednesday sarah kenzie gonna join us after the forecast Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. 
Most of us have a special place where we can go for peace, for quiet, for reflection when life gets overwhelming. One Minute Monk, Abbot Placid Solari of Belmont Abbey. We need to go to that special place sometimes to recharge for the challenges. Monasteries are those places for the church. Under the rule of St. Benedict, the monks seek God each day in work and prayer. They invite others into that space for longer or shorter times to seek God with them. The church is sent to evangelize the world, and as a baptized child of God, you are sent too. Where is your special place, and do you take the time to go there? For your free copy of The Rule of St. Benedict, visit OneMinuteMonk.com. O-N-E, MinuteMonk.com. We are all sent to evangelize, but sometimes we need to go to that special place to reflect, pray, and recharge before taking the gospel out into the world. Modern Day Radio's Leadership Circle connects through All Source Communications. Is a technology upgrade in your company's future? All Source Communications is an independent local telecom brokerage specializing in internet and phone systems. Connect today at allsourcecommunications.com. That's allsourcecommunications.com or call 503-967-4887 for All Source Communications, connecting Modern Day Radio's Leadership Circle. Summertime is a great time to drive the open road. Unless your old reliable wheels just aren't up to the task anymore. You know who could use that old car? Day Radio. You can donate most vehicles, cars, trucks, vans, RVs, and boats to Day Radio's vehicle donation program with the proceeds supporting a faith-filled Catholic broadcast. And in return, getting yourself a likely tax deduction. More information on our vehicle donation program at MotterdayRadio.com. And it is 8.44 at Mater Day Radio. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I've got a beautiful feeling that everything's going my way. Oh, just, I love that, David. Isn't that a song? Uh, I believe it is. I think it is. Well, it's sunny today, high of 76. Partly cloudy tonight, low of 56, and then sunny again tomorrow, high of 74. Currently, it is 55 degrees at Seton Catholic High School in Vancouver. And it is 55 degrees at Resurrection Church in Tualatin. David, I believe that was a song from a Broadway musical. I See, I like told you. Oklahoma yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I told you I sing show tunes in my office. We <laughs> talked about that this morning. That's, yeah. Sarah would know what, uh, sh- uh, what song that's from. Right, Sarah? I actually don't. Uh, I, I'm very ashamed to say that, but I I know the song you're talking about. I'm yes. not. Uh, I'm not sure. That's. I'm. I'm very very sad that I don't know. Okay. That. I'm just going to go with the fact that a wonderful Catholic. It was. I'm sorry. A wonderful Christian movie called. Um, it was a song about Mercy Me. I don't. Uh, I can only imagine was the name of the movie. And in that, in his uh, early days in high school, he's saying uh, in a musical. And I think it was in Oklahoma, and oh. he, that little piece was in the movies. So that's what I'm going with. Yeah, I think it is Oklahoma. Oklahoma. All right, there you go. Well, she may not know all of her show tunes, but Sarah Kenzie knows quite a bit about our digital media here at uh, Mater Day Radio. If you were to open the Hail Mary media app, well, Sarah is the brain behind a lot of, probably all of that content that's going up. Yeah, Sarah gets us there for sure. That long weekend, that long Labor Day weekend creates a website Wednesday. Sarah Kenzie joining us this morning. Good morning, Sarah. Good to see you. Good morning. Happy to be here. 
Sarah, the Tuesday email that people have come to expect on these long holidays gets pushed to Wednesday. So now we have Website Wednesday. You're joining us today to talk about what people are going to find when they open that up. It's important to look at that email. We ask our listeners, don't just pass by it because you've heard our preview. Look into it because there's a lot of information and some great highlights from our locally produced shows our good friend miriam marston in fact she was um, a little bit of a hiatus because she was a visiting family in france mm-hmm. how wonderful beautiful but she is back at it because her new show is on preaching the gospel sarah tell us more Yes, so I was so excited that we have a new episode of Blazing the Trail, which Miriam hosts. And the whole purpose of this show is to help all of us really join in the church's mission of evangelization, of spreading the gospel. And uh, what I love about this episode is it really gets down to the practical elements of um, announcing the good news to the world. And uh, Miriam talks with uh, Ryan O'Hara, who is a podcast host of the Better Preach podcast, which might sound like it's only for, you know, priests or deacons that are preaching at mass, but it's actually for anyone that's involved in giving uh, prayerful, inspirational Catholic talks. Uh, But just beyond that, how can each of us in our everyday life, in whatever capacity we're called to, how do we announce the good news? How do we, you know, lead people to Jesus Christ, which is, you know, everything we want to do here. Um, but I just really encourage you to listen to this episode because I found myself really encouraged and inspired. And no matter in what capacity you're called, we are all supposed to be part of this mission. And uh, I think you'll you'll get that from this great episode. Sarah Kenzie joining us today for a website Wednesday, giving us a little preview of what is coming to inboxes this afternoon. When David and I moved to this two hour format years ago for the morning blend, what we found out is that David and I could talk about a, a variety of things. And that's that the way that it was set up didn't always give us enough time in the little news break. So we created the second cup and it was a feature that allowed us to just talk a little bit more about our lives and our thoughts about a variety of things sunday dinners sunday (laughs) see we could have done a whole second cup just on getting the family together on a sunday dinner uh tune in tomorrow who knows what we're gonna have do that but we did do a second cup on a labor day how fun i was excited to see this And I'll remind our listeners about it. Yes. So this uh, feature from the Morning Blend, uh, even though we're past Labor Day, I thought it was such a great second cup. Um, And I was listening to this before Labor Day. And it just kind of got me thinking about, you know, how do I approach work and how how do I kind of honor other people that work? And uh, you really go through a list of suggestions, I think, that you found on Alatea, I believe. But you just went through all these suggestions on observing Labor Day, but I thought that all of them really kind of translate well to just in general. How do we think about work? Um, you know, that we are, we're not made to work. That's not our primary purpose. And, um, you know, how can we really approach work in, in a healthy way? Um, and how do we, you know, make decisions that allow other people to, you know, have a good rest from work? Um, you know, I love the suggestion about changing your Amazon deliveries to not be on Sundays. Uh, Yeah, that was so Mm -hmm. great. And so I and I loved your discussion, just so many practical points um, about how we approach work, because I know so many of us uh, work in some capacity, and it's easy to get kind of caught up in all of 
that, but just to kind of take a step back and think like, how should I approach work as a Catholic? So I just encourage everyone to listen. I think you'll take some really practical and uh, just inspiring advice from that second cup. Did you hear Brenda's latest suggestion this morning? (laughs) I did not. The four-day work week. Oh, I'm for that. That's fine. Oh, gosh, there's just many ways to honor work. And thank you so much for including that. You know, one of the things that we did last week, we were all so heartbroken to see when we came in one morning and found that reports of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Salem had been was on fire. Mm, yeah. And that now later developments have found that it looks like it started from a dumpster fire. And there is a fund available and it's right at the top of the page. Let our listeners know what the Archdiocese is asking. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we just wanted to share uh, the Archdiocese fund that they set up uh, to help uh, for relief for St. Joseph's Parish in Salem. So you can find that on our website. Uh, you can find that on the Archdiocese website, and we'll include it in uh, today's email as well so you can easily uh, you know, donate to that fund and help you know, our brothers and sisters at St. Joseph. In fact, Sarah, for those listening, please tune in tomorrow at 840. Father Jeff Mewson, pastor, the new pastor, he's only been assigned there a couple of months, uh, will be on the morning blend. He's going to have all of the latest information for us. What's the status of the church building? So please tune in because that'll be a great opportunity to get the latest information from, from the parish priest there. So, Sarah, we thank you so much for your time today. Another wonderful website Wednesday. How do you like that, David? I like that. Oh, so uh, please open up your email that is coming this afternoon. And if you're not getting our emails, well, please go to materdayradio.com. You'll find information there on how to make sure you're getting those uh, emails. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Please join me, Sister Christa von Borstel, in this prayer to St. Sebastian. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Glorious Sebastian, martyr and saint, I call on your strength and courage to help me through this difficult trial. Your faith was so deep, a multitude of arrows could not finish you. The piercing wounds inflicted for your faith only proved to strengthen your belief. May you intercede for those who are weakened from the effects of disease. I ask for your intercession that I may also survive that which threatens to destroy my beliefs in the mercy of Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, please visit our website at materdayradio.com or check the prayer section on the new Hail Mary Media app. 
Holy Family Catholic Clinic is a proud member of Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle. Located at 21810 Willamette Drive in West Lynn, Holy Family Catholic Clinic is Christ-centered and provides superior, compassionate, life-affirming health care to patients of all ages. Holy Family Catholic Clinic offers medical services that are in adherence to Catholic moral teaching and bioethics, honoring the sanctity of life from conception to natural death. Learn more at holyfamilyclinic.com. That's holyfamilyclinic.com. What do you get when you cross a Catholic radio show host and a permanent deacon? A match made in heaven. I'm Deacon Scott Aiken from the Archdiocese of Seattle. And I'm Brenda Aiken from The Morning Blend. Work and family life can be hectic. We understand, and together we'll find God's grace. We may not always agree, but we are always faithful. Listen on Friday evenings at 7.30 and Sunday evenings at 6 as we share stories about our faith, our family, and our view from the pew. Right here on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. The Morning Blend. Check out our podcast at materdayradio.com. And it is 855 at Mater Day Radio. That was Gordon McRae singing Oh, What a Beautiful Morning in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Where, by the way, the corn is as high as an elephant's eye. At this time of year? At this time of year. I had some excellent corn over the weekend, too. Good this time of year. Sunny today, high of 76, partly cloudy overnight tonight, low of 56. And then about the same tomorrow, maybe a little patchy fog, then high of 74, 78 on Friday. Currently 55 degrees in the Rose City. And closing out our show today, it is Dante Schmitz and Brighter Than the Sun. You are listening to David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. Well, it all began when I was younger. A seed of faith planted in my life. Well, I could not satisfy my hunger. Now it's time for my faith to come alive. Let your light shine through the dark.
door to those in need And the world is hurt We're just longing to believe So let your light shine down on me Down on me, shine down on me I want to bring peace and joy to those in need Dante Schmidt and Brighter Than the Sun. It's 8.59 at Mater Day Radio. Hey, that is going to wrap it up for the morning blend. Already middle of the week on a Wednesday. David and Brenda with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. So tomorrow we're playing the entire soundtrack of Oklahoma. I love that. How about that? I think that'll be so much fun. David, you'll have to sing along. Oh, I will. It sounded like in the next room during the break, you know all of the words. Well, I do for Oh, What a Beautiful Morning, but only because I brought up the lyrics. Because I had to I had to confirm that the corn actually was as high as, as an elephant's eye. Okay. And it was. Knee high by 4th of July. <laughs> that was the only thing I ever remember about corn growing. <laughs> okay. That is going to wrap it up for us on the Morning Blend. It is Wednesday, blazing the trail on this evening. And remember that interview with Father Jeff Musen tomorrow at 840. We hope you have a very blessed day.